Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. I think we did have opportunities. We just didn't make the best out of those opportunities when we had them. Missed throw. Miscommunication on some plays, you just can't do that. This is what happens in football. It's a against a very good team. You know, our team really, really wanted it bad, but wanting, you still got to do the things in football to come out victorious. We didn't, so I'm very confident that our players and coaches will turn their attention full bore to Kansas City because that's all we can do. Anytime we lose, it's never a good feeling. The stakes are high every time we play, so... We understand what was at stake tonight, and we just didn't come through. It started with me. They did much better than we did across the board. It was very, very disappointing, uh, starting with, you know, I always look at myself. Then we had some things that possibly could have been there that, you know, had self-inflicted wounds, or we didn't play the same type of throwing, catching, blocking as we normally do. So very disappointing, and we got out-executed. To a tongue of Iloa. You hate M- to see it. Mike McDaniel. Hate to see it. Yeah. This is something I could never have. Like the Dolphins, the AFC East title. Hey yo. <laughs> uh, this is from the Westworld soundtrack. Anyway. I like the Bills uh tweet immediately after with the the old man with the fishing pole. Yeah. You gotta be quicker than that. Yep. Hmm. I will admit, I did a thing that I don't normally do after a, a game like that. What's that? I went hunting, not to troll and not to interact with, oh. just, just just to watch mad and sad Dolphins fans. Oh, wow. Like, this is something I will, <laughs> I, I mean, I love to do when it comes to the Patriots. You give me a mad Patriots fan, a rant from their hosts about this or that, the Ty Montgomery, Ty Montgomery, <laughs> that guy we <laughs> play all the time. I mean, I will <laughs> always go to Patriots fans flipping out. I don't yeah. always go to Dolphins fans. It's not like they've had a lot of success. But right, Joe, I went searching for that stuff, <laughs> and I drank it up. Yeah, I did enjoy it. That's the rivalry. I don't hate the Dolphins. I hate the Patriots. Shouldn't you though? No. Why? Doesn't it take them knocking the Bills out in an important spot to start hating them? Think of who we hate. We hate well, the Bengals because they're they knock the Bills out and they complain about uh, planning things ahead of time. We. Hate the Chiefs now because they knocked the Bills out and they complain about lining up offside. And who else do we not like? But, you know, we hated the Patriots because they beat the Bills all the time. The yeah. Dolphins, Allen's 11 and 2 all well, time. Right. Shouldn't it be. 
shouldn't it be some version of what New England would have thought of the other teams in the division? Like, you don't take them seriously until they until they beat you, right? Or is it more like the cheat the way the Chiefs fans look at the Bills? Which right. is oh, you guys no. are pretty good. That's yeah, adorable. Yeah, but, we respect uh, them. We respect them. But every time you play us in a game that matters, we we can we know what's gonna happen. Right, right. Which brings us to I mean, if the Bills beat the Steelers and the Chiefs beat the Dolphins, I just want everyone to prepare themselves for a week of Nick Wright. You just, you, yeah. Can you prepare yourself for that? Yeah. It, yeah. He might be already on that train. Probably. Number one Bills fan troller yep. in America, Chiefs fan Nick Wright. Which, again, maybe not again. I was thinking about this because I don't actually get worked up about what he says mm-hmm. because I know what he's doing. It's a bit. No person that smart, yeah. I think Nick Wright's brilliant, yeah. Would say the things he says unless his his role to say those things. No, right. He, lo- he loves. The- he enjoys, and he knows what he's doing when yeah. he 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 uh, pulls the string on his show, and then a banner comes down from the ceiling that says "Bills September Champs." Absolutely, he, he knows he's, he knows the role. He's as close to a professional wrestler as you can get, which and he does a great job with it. I'm, yeah, I, again, brilliant. I think he's great. Syracuse guy, no complaints. He's got to know you're being worked. Yeah. When he says the Bills have a 0% chance at the playoffs when they had like a 23% chance, you know, you could keep that receipt or you could just decide not to keep it. All right. Another reason, another thing on the Chiefs and the Dolphins, by the way, another reason I think to root for the Chiefs or that you could root for the Chiefs on Saturday night isn't the best chance the Bills have at a home AFC championship game the path where the Chiefs beat the Dolphins? As opposed to the Dolphins going to Baltimore. Miami's going back to Baltimore. Yeah. They win a low-scoring game, and they're still injured. No, I mean... Versus, like, I, I know, like, we, we just talked about the Browns. Like, like maybe they're getting too much love. I think the Browns are way more capable of winning in Baltimore than, than Miami is. They did beat Baltimore this year. Right, yeah. And that's before... And that, that, that might before have been on the road. It was, it was pre-Flacco. Yeah. We'll see. We'll like, see. That's that's the path. If you want a if you want a home AFC championship game, which you need the Ravens to lose, which I know they've lost in the playoffs before, but I think I don't think that well, I don't think there's any chance that Miami goes into Baltimore. And if wins. you're the Ravens, are you not hoping one of the you, you are, I mean, of course, you'd be playing a lower seed, but if you're the Ravens, your potential opponents are Dolphins. Well, Pittsburgh first. Steel- if they pull sure. off a, Dolphins, yeah. Steelers, yep. and the AFC South, the other game winner. The 4 5 winner. Yeah, yep. right. You are begging for six or seven to win. I don't want to. CJ Stroud of the right. Texans, I don't want that right. compared to the Dolphins of the Steelers right now. And Mahomes, I'm sorry, not Mahomes, but uh, the Browns. The Browns. Best defense in football, the Browns. So the whole thing about it is, yeah, the path. If the Bills are home against the Chiefs, and then we're rooting for the Browns to go into Baltimore and knock them off, I don't think that's nuts. Right. Division rivals know each other well. All right, we'll get some phone calls here because we got behind the clock. Howard's fault, not mine, not not Joe's. Our thanks to Howard for picking the Bills. Uh, We'll get to Chris in Buffalo who's been waiting. Chris, thanks so much for waiting. You're on. Hey, Jeremy, Joe, Josh, thanks for taking my call. Great show. Long time, long time. Um, you guys are locked in. I'm loving this right now. I'm amped up. I'm so amped. I talked to Stale yesterday. I was so amped up. I went sugar high, Josh, uh, on the show. I just went all over the place. My opening script went rogue. Um, 
which kind of reminds me, brings me to the point of, of Josh and um, that interception he threw to Gabe. That's what that's what worries me a little bit is is Brady, not so much Josh. I'm confident in Josh. It's it's Brady and some of the play calling. Um, seems like there's always an interception have to do with Gabe. I, I'm not sure if that should have been a, a hot route alert, but when I look at that play, I'm like, what was Gabe doing? He should have shortened that route up, just turned around. Um, it, it, and and not that I want him to be injured or anything like that, but I don't think that injury hurts us at all. Um, I mean, did he trip over his own feet? Like, uh, he he worries me a little bit, so I'm not that worried, but I think back to the injuries, T.J. Watt is really huge. He always seems to have a, a big game against us. Um, you know, as far as the the offense, um, the tush push, I'd, I'd like to see Fournette not back there. I, I did like when Gabe did that. I'd like to see Knox be the tush push pusher, if you kind of know what I mean. You know what I mean? Because uh, – I'm not sure about Fournette. And, and Brady, back to Brady real quick, is he makes me a little nervous. I love the timeout that McDermott had the week before in the Patriots game on that third down in the fourth quarter where we lined up in shotgun. And, and McD was like, no, no, no. He called the timeout, and then we got to the, you know, to the short yardage. I think we even did a touch push. And um, it, this just brings me confident in, in, in uh, McD a little bit. I just hope he doesn't go play off McD and get all tight and nervous on us a little bit. Yeah. Um, love this. Love the show, guys. Uh, I'll stay on if, if anything or whatever. But just love you guys, man. Great show. Thanks, Chris. I'm going to be the only person maybe that thinks the tush push. I get nervous. The Eagles do it greatly. I know the Bills. You said like we're 21 of 22. So now they would be 21 of 23. Okay. Yeah. Would it be wrong to say when the Eagles do it, they do it so well, it's never close. They get like three yards. Right. And right, the, they the Bills. Right, that's the, that's a difference. And the, yeah. one of the Bills' successful ones, Allen was up in the air, which means he's no longer in control. Right, and I, well, he does that on most of them, doesn't I know. he? Where he kind of like he like he kind of like lunges forward, like into the air. Someone, whereas Hertz goes low. Someone explain to me how it's not better to line up five wide, have Allen in the shotgun, walk up under center, snap it, and fall forward. Right. How is that not better? But. I don't know. The tush push makes me nervous. And they did get stopped on it on a very important play. But on the rest of it, you know, like, I'm fine with Fournette. I'm fine with it. I'll be eager to see Ty Johnson if he's able to go. The Gabe Davis injury, you know how I feel about Davis and how I want them to get another receiver going forward. I think they're going to be so good when they get a second receiver that can do more things. But I'm not going to tell you Davis is not important to them. Sherfield maybe getting a bigger role might lead to a different look on offense. He can block too. So I'm somewhat confident in Sherfield there. I don't want to go so far as to say that Davis is, you know, well, losing him is nothing. I, 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 depth, whatever. What they do. He's He's been a proven playoff performer. If anything else. Yeah. He's been a playoff performer going back to beyond the 13 seconds game, the Colts game. They probably yep. don't they don't beat the Colts that day as the two over the seven without Gabe Davis making toe tap t- catches at the end of the first half. Right? Can't they go on the run they need to without him? Sure, because they have Josh Allen and they have Diggs and Shakir and Shakir. Like I mean, the Sha- need for Davis to have to be big game Gabe, I don't think is there as much. Well, if you're looking but, just at efficiency, Joe. Josh Allen, maybe Gabe is your driver, and 
Shakir is your four iron off the tee. And sure, there's some big hits with that driver, but the mm-hmm. reality is it does not find the fairway enough. Right. And Shakir is the better play. And Kincaid, too. They both have better hands. They catch it more reliably. After the catch, Shakir's was he the best of the three? I mean, Shakir, after the catch, has been good. Yeah. So, Well, downfield explosive plays, though, is like the thing you want Davis for. And I know Sherfield's got the speed, but I just am not thinking he is just coming in and but running by people. To that point, isn't isn't there a case to be made that Davis is the wrong fix for what the Bills need? Because if teams are taking away the over-the-top, yeah. he's not the over-the-top guy that can beat you short. He just doesn't do it. Right. Whereas Sherfield maybe can do that, and Shakir definitely can do that. Maybe I don't have the same over-the-top prowess, but instead, if you back off and give me the short stuff, I have better options on the short stuff. The, the, the chatter about Gabe this year, he had one game where he had a bunch of catches for short yardage. It was Tampa, and everybody passes it on Tampa anywhere they want. Or maybe they throw my uh, my guy Andy Isabella in there for a couple of routes down the field. Here we go. Four two nine speed. Just saying. You Justin Shorter out there while we're at it. Nah, he's toast. Isabella, come on. That's right. Shorter's out. Will he make forgot. one catch in the playoffs? Steve in Florida. Hey, Steve. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Uh, okay. First thing I want to say is that uh, you know you hear about the terrible towel that the Steelers fans have. Well, they're going to need him at the end of this game because they're going to be doing a lot of crying. <laughs> um, so I'm confident Buffalo is going to hand a sufficient loss to the Steelers, go on to the second round, and I want to see it be Kansas City uh, because I want to see Mahomes and company finally have to come to Buffalo so they can get a taste of what it's like to play here, uh, you know, in the in the Bills' backyard um, because you know this has been a long time coming. Um, the other thing I want to say is this, Howard, he was echoing what I've been saying all along. I'm still looking at the Bills and the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl, uh, and I'm not even worried about the Baltimore Ravens. You know, they would statistically probably be the one main obstacle Buffalo has to getting to the big one. But I think the way Buffalo's playing now, you got to look at, it's not just that they're they're on a roll. They're on a five-game winning streak. And, you know, what they have done has been phenomenal. Josh Allen is absolutely, you know, the best quarterback in the league as far as I'm concerned. And so I want to say one final thing. America's team does not wear silver, white, and blue. They wear red, white, and blue. They don't have a star in their helmet. They have a charging buffalo. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks Stephen. I'm confident they're going to win on Sunday. Like, very, 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 very well, confident. Well, I'll, I'll give you this. Like, people like to say the only team that can beat the Bills is the Buffalo Bills, and I don't necessarily subscribe to that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, the Ravens can beat the Bills, and the Chiefs maybe can beat the Bills. The Steelers, I don't think, can beat the Bills without the Bills beating themselves. Yes, the Steelers. I agree. How do the Steelers beat the Bills? The same way the Broncos did. A fumble on the first possession, an interception off the hands of a receiver, a gifted three points at the end of the game. Yep. That's how the Steelers beat the Bills. Probably. Yeah, they're not just walking them down. And Mason Rudolph has thrown for 300 yards, what, a couple times yeah. in his couple starts? Like, he's not. He's not. One thing that the Bills have done over the years, and I don't know how true this, this has been this year, it feels like it has been. 
When the Bills go to play underwhelming average quarterbacks, McDermott and Bills defenses usually have them in a body bag. Yeah. And they've done a great job against great quarterbacks this year, too. Yeah. Who had the best quarterbacking performance against the Bills this year? Was it Trevor Lawrence? Um, Lawrence was pretty good. That's going to be near the top. Did Mahomes didn't have a great game against no, them. No, not right? at all. What about, I mean, Prescott did nothing. Hertz was pretty good. He was in the second half. Big, big yep. numbers yep. by the end of it. What about Burrow? Mm, he was pretty good. Right, but nobody, like, beginning to end was just crushing no, no, Nobody ripped them up, I don't think. Scott in Rochester. Hey, Scott. Look, I mean, Tua did in the first 10 minutes of the game here, but then after that it was gone. Right. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. Good morning. Um, so the first thing I did after they beat Miami was go look at the weather, and that's <laughs> the only thing that really gives me pause for this game. I think Buffalo is definitely more talented. But I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe it's the PTSD from the Cincinnati game last year in the playoffs, but I get I, – I get worried when I see that it's going to be a weather game. So I'm hopefully, hopefully they can overcome that. Um, I think that's why you kind of drafted Allen. So um, I'm hope, hopeful that they can overcome that as well. Um, obviously Pittsburgh's uh, record without Watt is pretty abysmal. So, and you shouldn't lose to Mason Rudolph. Let's just be honest. Um, also on the away yep. games next year, I think Seattle is the prime city to go to. It is a very picturesque city. Yeah. Um, great coffee, excellent cannabis market, um, and I'll recommend if you if you if you go to Seattle, I highly recommend driving up to Vancouver, British Columbia. It is the best city in North America, uh, and that's all I got. Go yeah. build. I was the best city in North America. Thanks, Scott. I was talking. About, I've been to Vancouver. Yeah, for a couple of days. My wife and I went to Vancouver. I was telling Joe and Howard during the break. My review of Vancouver is it's without a doubt it's beautiful and. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's called Grouse Mountain. You can go up Grouse Mountain and do zip lining. Yep. And see wildlife shows and they've got birds doing stuff. Birds of prey, like the wedding idea. Okay. Yeah, watch birds nice. of prey do all that stuff. Uh-huh. And looking down on the on the city, it's it is absolutely beautiful. You know, the waterways, everything. I will say about Vancouver one thing. I never in my life thought I would understand what it was like to be one of the people that says Wow, the architecture in this city is really beautiful. Because people uh-huh. say that about Buffalo all the time, like, "Oh, wow, the architecture." Used. And living in Buffalo, I'm like, "Yeah, okay, it's probably fine, right?" Yeah. I went to Vancouver, and I thought, "Oh my god!" Now I understand what people say. Vancouver's architecture is. Ugh. There's just nothing going. Nothing on. going on. Nothing going on. Yeah, I looked at after you it's said all that. Seventies went... buildings, and it's yeah. all just like what? Nothing. There's almost nothing that looks nice from a building standpoint. Like, I looked at a skyline after you said that, and it looks to me like 70s corporate office buildings. All of them. It's like the whole city. Yeah. But everything else around it looks amazing. It is beautiful and cool, and there's a, you know, the Pacific Northwest lifestyles. That's a, that's a, that's a trip that's really, you know, sticking out to me. Tantalizing. Because it's like two-hour drive north. Yeah. 803-0550. We'll get to Tyler in Buffalo. Hey, Tyler. Hey, how you doing this morning? Good morning. I just think you guys are predicting way too much in the future, man. Bills always find a way to lose. I'm from Buffalo, and I just know that myself. And I think you guys are predicting way too far out. You're thinking about Howard. I'm what, not, about, what about Sunday? They I'm, didn't yeah. find a way to lose on Sunday. I don't know, man. I just Bills always find a way to lose. And all right, listen, I mean, like that's how, that's how, true until it's not true. 
Listen, Howard picked them to go to the Super Bowl. I haven't done that yet. I'm one game at a time here. I'm focused on the Steelers. I think I want to pick them to go to the Super Bowl, too. Okay, you can do you that. Bet? You want to bet? You wanted to bet them to win out. I, I said did, no. I did want to bet you them to, to win I'll out. I'll bet them to win out from here. I'm going to do the same thing you did. What, am I going to bet against the Bills? <laughs> right. What fun is that? I don't want to do that. <laughs> right. Well, you already have with our Super Bowl bet. That's right. I picked three teams versus the field. Four teams. but Four yeah. teams versus the field. And the Bills were, what, seven and six at the time? They, yeah, they they were not. They were like I the was, 11 seed. I was emotionally hedging. Yeah. Which, by the way, I made that bet knowing the Bills would make it. Or of else, course you of course, did. Of course I wouldn't have done that. I have not. We forgot to get to the, I'm going to get to the Josh Allen interception stats and the trivia yes. thing. I also want to issue a disclaimer about this upcoming game that I want all of you to tell all of your friends that's very important information. Okay? Okay. Okay. Let's do it right now. A lot of tickets are owned by brokers. If Steelers fans show up to this game, yeah. do not yell at Bills fans for selling their tickets. Hmm. That's all. all right. one, yeah. of the, one of the reasons the new stadium is going down from 73000 to 60000 is because the plan is to get rid of brokers and just have season ticket holders. Right. PSLs, all that. So if there are 10,000 seats owned by brokers, yeah, maybe Bills fans will buy those. Maybe Steelers fans will buy those. But let's just not flatly assume that Bills fans sold their tickets. Hmm. Also, this happened when the Patriots were here for the perfect game. The price of a ticket being cheap. Like Let's, let's lay mm. off everybody on that because do you know what you probably need to go to this game on Sunday? $300 worth of clothing. <laughs> you are going to have to dress like it's the deadliest catch right. again. Yeah, 30 mile an hour wind gusts, maybe 19 degrees. You need hundreds of dollars of gear. Yep. All right, there you go. That's my disclaimer. On the interceptions, when we get back, got some good stuff from some of the smart writers out there. Stephen Ruiz wrote a piece about this matchup, and he, Joe, what if I told you Stephen Ruiz seemed to soften on EPA per play? Ooh, yeah. I'm, the, I'm listening. Get you that on Allen's interception. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. And Chris and Walter will get to you as well. Anybody else wants to jump in? We got phone lines for you. 8030550 on a currently snowy, soon to be rainy, and then very windy Tuesday in Buffalo. 
Yeah, that's big. And, and I mentioned this after the game, those guys being ready to go and taking ownership of that responsibility for themselves and coaches having them ready to go. And, and that just goes back to the process during the week of these guys paying attention, even though they're not the primary starter. They know all it takes is one snap and they're in there and they're going to be expected to execute. And those guys did a phenomenal job of, of just that. Bill said coach Sean McDermott on some of their depth. Okay. Got something for you here, Joe. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. Snow has stopped. Snow here stopped. Well, it's raining now, though. These, these people with the weather are good. It's, yeah, they gave me the rundown. Snow, <laughs> then rain, then wind. Yeah. All right, we're on stage two. So Stephen Ruiz of The Ringer. Love his work. Does great stuff. Yep. Back when we were uh, in the Dorsey Wars, mm. arguing about Ken Dorsey. The Dorsey Wars. The Dorsey Wars. <laughs> Uh-huh. Which was the EPA per play wars. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But look at their EPA per play. And we'd watch the games and be like, the offense stinks. Mm-hmm. Is that like our version of Civil War from the Marvel Cinematic yeah, Universe? pretty sure. much. Yeah, like, we're we're got... all just fighting for no reason. Our, yeah. <laughs> so the Dorsey Wars. And you found something in the process of looking EPA per play, and it was when the game is in the balance, they were terrible. Yeah. And then late in games, Allen would put them on his back and get them back in it and sometimes get a lead and lose, whatever. But they were a mess against the Giants. They were a mess against whatever, New England. Anyway, so Stephen Ruiz, in his playoff preview column for Wild Card Weekend on Bills and Steelers, said this. Allen lost 15 EPA, 15 points, on four plays. The four plays being the two interceptions in the end zone. Mm Mm-hmm. And the fumble, fumble and the play right at the end of the half. Okay. Like, he lost them two touchdowns. His miscues sparked a bunch of well-earned, when are we going to admit that the turnovers are a problem on social media? But then, in leading Buffalo to the win, the quarterback showed why we're often willing to overlook those avoidable blunders. While he had the three most costly plays of the game for either offense, Allen's dropbacks were also responsible for the seven most valuable offensive plays of the game. And that does not include his third and 13 scramble. (laughs) So you had the three worst plays, the seven best plays. And he says, EPA is not a perfect stat. It has flaws and shouldn't be used on its own to evaluate players. But it can answer the question of whether Allen's silly mistakes are really a problem. Here's the money shot. Ready for this? Yeah. Despite his high turnover count, he's at the top of the league leaderboard in that stat every season. So the answer is it pro- is probably that it matters less than we think. Stephen Ruiz saying yeah. basically he throws out these interceptions and he still finishes number two in the league in EPA. Right. Which means, boy, is it a problem? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He finishes second every year or first every year. Yeah. So the interceptions, if you are still living in a world where you are just blindly treating interceptions like they're all the same, and I know you might not like arm oh, punt right. and all, but they're just not. But that fourth down interception that he throws is so different than the first interception that he Absolutely. throws. Absolutely. The fourth down one, it's not a good interception. An incompletion would be better. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry, sorry. No, it wouldn't. Sorry. I was trying to say it's better than an incompletion. Right, it's better than an incompletion. A pass yeah. to Dalton Kincaid for a first down would be the best, but the interception ends up being better than an incompletion. Right. And if it's an incompletion, no one talks about, well, he threw an incompletion. Right. So, he. I've said this before. I think, I think that the turnover stuff will be even like this sentiment will be more and more popular 
throughout the football world if the Bills do win the Super Bowl. And it, Allen, as well, the leading turnover, is the lead, the most interceptions in the league, that guy who plays reckless and just it doesn't matter. It ends up not mattering, and he wins it. And forever, the next time someone leads the league and picks, the next time Dak Prescott does it, then you'll have a counterpoint yep, of, yep. well, but that's okay because they have Josh Allen on the Super Bowl leading the league in picks. Well, I'll tell you, it's just once you convert, punts are turnovers, your world will just open right up. You know who probably doesn't turn the ball over as much as Josh Allen? Whoever's playing quarterback for Pittsburgh. What do they do? They fail on drives all the time. They just punt. Right. Well, and also there's and you you kind of said this with like not all interceptions are created equal. There there I've seen numbers out there on like EPA lost on interceptions and Allen's not number 1 in that. That's right. He because does, a lot of his picks are down the field. That's right. And he doesn't throw knock on wood. He doesn't throw pick sixes. Right. Like two right Tua was higher in that. Because like there's those out routes, sometimes you could get him on it because he doesn't have the arm to get it out there. Yep. And that's per- Purdy sometimes has been that. Um so but, but Allen, right, like uh, uh the Diggs interception against the Chargers. It it kind of is the equivalent it's it's the equivalent of a forty yard punt. It's the same thing. He does not throw pick sixes, is right, by the way. He's I think approaching on the all time record for like passing attempts without a pick six. Knock on wood, you gotta knock. Knock on wood, okay. knock on wood. You got a little bit here. Add into that one more thing before the call. So what kills drives? What's the number one drive killer in football? Do you know what it is? Number one drive killer, not actual turnover. What kills drives more is it than anything? Sacks. It's a sack. Yeah. You know Josh Allen's sack percentage? It's probably lowest in the league, isn't 4%. it? Four percent. Yeah. If you go sack and interception percentage, yeah. Bills are second lowest in the league. Only Green Bay is better. Mm-hmm. Love doesn't throw picks. Right. Josh Allen getting away from so many sacks, that alone offsets. Most of the interception conversation, but you don't hear that that much. A 4% sack rate. Yeah, you won't hear that as much. You'll hear, sometimes you'll hear more often that his rushing offsets the turnovers. Either one, they're, it's, yeah. they're, they're one and the same. Sometimes when he avoids a sack, it's right. because he runs. Sometimes it's because he's, you know, well, throwing, isn't, a, throwing to an open receiver. Isn't that the big difference between the two quarterbacks that we saw on Sunday? I mean, the rushing, the rushing, not the sacks, because two wouldn't take a single sack. Right. But... They they both turn the ball over twice. And and kind of the same thing. Like not both are not created equal. Tua's first pick was like way down the field. Right? So kind of the equivalent of a punt. He, but Tua turned it over two times. Allen turned it over two times. The they they threw the ball differently in terms of production, but Allen runs Allen runs, you know, breaks ten tackles on his way to getting a first down on third and thirteen. Tua had a bootleg play. Where he had <laughs> wide open field. So much so that Tariko like gasped. Yeah. Oh, it was such a fake. And he got nine yards. I know. <laughs> well, how many does Allen get on that play? Does he get 30? 30? Yeah, 30. And he takes somebody with him, yeah. I mean, that's not just a Tua thing. It's No, it's most guys. It's most guys in the league are not offsetting their turnovers with big rushing plays. And uh, you're adding here the lack of sacks. Walter in Toronto. Good morning, Walter. Hey, gentlemen, uh, I, I really appreciate you guys going over those uh, interception uh, stats. I don't know why the national media is so hang up, hung up on Allen throwing interceptions. I, I, I saw some stats the other day. At this point in his career, Allen's got less interceptions than, than, than Peyton Manning had, than, than Mahomes has. 
and, and of course the league has changed. It's become so, so much more a passing league. So I, I don't know why the national media is obsessed with uh, with this uh, Allen interception stat. I mean, you know what? The, those three turnovers meant nothing the other night because you know what? He he did what he needed to do, particularly that that run to get the first down. How many quarterbacks can do that? For heaven's sakes! So you know what? It's a it's a different league, and you know what? That's uh, I, I love it. I, well, I love, uh, yeah. Like how many times does Tomlin punt? It drives me crazy. He's going to punt a lot, hopefully. Well, well, he doesn't have more. Fewer Mahomes has fewer interceptions than Allen, and I mean I could pull up Peyton Manning at this point in his career if you want to, but I, I guess my answer to this, Joe, would be to it's not about Allen, it's about interceptions. Right. Dak was in the crosshairs last year, and he just responded with an MVP caliber season. Dak had a bunch of throws go off of teammates, and they were you know PFF does turnover worthy plays. If you go interceptions, Peyton Manning in his rookie season threw twenty eight. 28. Yeah. And the next few seasons, 15, 15, 23, 19. It wasn't until his age 27 season that Manning got those interceptions down to 10. But what did Peyton Manning know? Peyton Manning probably knew this. Like, who cares? I'm the best thrower of the football, maybe ever. It's going to happen. But the returns are too good to, to bother with it. So I think it's less about Allen and more about the way that Multiple generations were raised to believe how important a turnover is. You can't get away from a game where they talk about how important it is to win turnover differential. And every, I mean, you'll hear it a million times. It's not wrong. The number one factor in a game is turnover differential. That's because often bad teams turn over the ball and can't overcome it. You know who can? Great teams. And teams that never punt or teams that just, if their success is down the field touchdown or down the field turnover in the end zone. Mm Mm-hmm. I bet – here's a stat for you. I, I can't run a simulation. Go ahead and run 10,000 simulations. Here's what you're going to do. Every time down the field, you're either going to throw an interception in the end zone or a touchdown. What happens? Do you go undefeated? You might go undefeated. You go you undefeated. Go undefeated. Be, your touchdown-interception ratio is one-to-one, one, but your touchdowns are worth six. What are your interceptions worth? Like a minus two? Congratulations. You have a touchback. We score on every possession, or we give you the ball to 25. Like – I know that's a bit of a straw man, but just it's a generational thing of these interceptions have long been oversold as how important they are because punting was just viewed as okay. And now that punting is way down league wide and teams go for four interceptions or four fourth downs a lot more, you're kind of seeing it like, oh yeah. It's about successful drives. And one of the teams in the league that's worst in the NFL at drive success rate is Pittsburgh. One of the reasons all year long we've said they stink. Meanwhile, how about this? We went through the Dorsey Wars. They went through the Canada Wars. This is the uh, interim offensive coordinator bowl. Yeah. Is that going well for them? It's definitely going better. It's going better. They're throwing, you know what they're doing? That might just be the different quarterback, though, isn't it? It it might be the different quarterback. It's also they're throwing it to the receivers. Like, hey. Yeah. Let's stop worrying about what George Pickens says or Juju Smith-Schuster's TikTok and just throw touchdowns. Yeah. Sorry, there was an old deep pull about Juju Smith-Schuster's TikTok. Remember that? Steelers got mad. Or the Bill, who got mad? The Bills got mad because he stood on the logo or something? Yeah. Who knows? Allen, by the way, his interception percentage for his career, he's lower than Peyton Manning. He's lower than Roethlisberger. He's lower than Andrew Luck. He's lower than Phillip Rivers. He's lower than Romo. I mean, 
way lower than Cam Newton. It's not like he's on this historically high level. I know he throws them in volume. One one last point on that stat that always appears on TV, that he has the most turnovers in the league, isn't a lot of that because he he throws the ball, and he has the ball in his hands. All the time. <laughs> more than everybody in the league. Just about. Yeah. Luke in Silver Creek. Hey, Luke. Hey, guys. How you doing this morning? Good. Good. Awesome. So, yeah, I think... You know, I agree with a lot of um, what you guys are saying about Josh. I think a lot of why sometimes the national media attaches themselves to um, Josh having, like, these turnover problems is because they had that beat on him when he was coming in or something, and they kind of just are, you know, looking for someone to be like, see, I told you, I told you. Um, But honestly, like, I have come to terms with not feeding into the Nick Wrights of the world (laughs) because ultimately Josh Allen is this beautiful – amazing majestic unicorn that we're all blessed to have we're all we all have this great scenic ride on the josh allen experience and when he's gone you know we're gonna miss him probably more than maybe any buffalo athlete of all time i think so yeah that's my take on it um nick wright sucks and, uh, <laughs> thanks luke it's funny as you lay that all out i think that's not an exaggeration like a unicorn beautiful ride on this that i have multiple times he's, had the feeling of appreciation for being able to watch this. The Houston playoff game is one of these for me. That game is wild. Maybe enough time has gone by for you go to you go to go back and, go wa- back and watch that. What <laughs> the end of the game. Let me tell you. What a ride. <laughs> what a ride. And now who knows what these playoffs will bring. But yeah. Well I I just continue to think that a lot of the a lot of the stuff about turnovers. He I mean he's had the most turnovers in the league since he showed up. And he's like the second or first best quarterback in the league. So you know, it's like uh, he, to- for the non-Bills fan, too, he might be the most entertaining football player ever. Yeah. Every play is nuts. Yes. He's either doing something unbelievably good that you've never seen before, or he's YOLO, di- jumping out of bounds on fourth down, throwing the ball 50 yards across his body for a pick. Yeah. Like, something's happening, no matter what. S- something will happen. Can you imagine what he's going to do to us in a Super Bowl? They get to a Super Bowl, he's gonna. We're, we're just Man. He's, he's gonna kill us. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna deal It'll with be, it. It'll be listen. No matter what happens, Allen in a Super Bowl will be a legendary Super Bowl, right? There's no disputing that. It will be a memorable, legendary Super Bowl, for better or worse, and I think more likely for better, because more often it is for better for him with him. Eight oh three oh five fifty. Uh, break time. Extendo Sports coming up. Extra Point Show rolls through. It's a now rainy Tuesday. And, uh, you know, get everything from outside. If you have anything outside, you want you don't have to blow away. It's going to be gusty. Hurricane force wind gusts throughout the day. Sabres and Kraken tonight. We've got our hot dog bet in. We're going with the Seattle dog. Cream cheese and onions. Yep. Let us know how it is. 7 o'clock tonight. Sabres and Kraken. Looking for a third straight win. All right. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020 Sports. Extendo Sports. I've got a little instant trivia for you here. Quickly. Before we get to the end of the show. And if you're on hold, hang. Extra point show's coming up. But I just... I, I don't know if this was surprising or what it was, but I wanted to get to it. Okay. So, yards per route run. Yeah, that's one of these measures to look how many yards receiving did you have based on how many routes you ran. It's an efficiency stat, right? 
This is one of the stats that was an indicator that Steph Diggs, before he came to Buffalo, was just needed more usage. F- have him run more routes, throw him the ball. He's a wizard. So, Joe, yards per route run, tracking it since 2007. Okay. Three of the top six since 2007 happened this year in wow. yards per route run. Number one, number five, and number six. This year, three receivers were three of the six most efficient in 16 years. Tyreek Hill's got to be number one. Yeah. Tyreek Hill was also last year. He was number three. How about Puka Nakua? No. Okay. Mike Evans? No. No. Figured with the 1,000-yard receiving record. (laughs) How gettable are they? How about CeeDee Lamb? No, CeeDee Lamb was 2.9. Sixth place here is 3.3 yards per route run. A.J. Brown? Nope. He was on pace for 2,000 at one point. Um, Amon Ross St. Brown? Nope. He on He's TV. on our screen right that's, now. That's, that's why, why I thought. Nope. Um, these are these are these aren't like Deontay Hardy where he no, played twenty percent of the snaps. Nope. 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 Okay. These are. How do I want to put this? If you follow the Godfather of wide receivers, oh. Matt Harmon at reception uh-huh. perception, these are not surprises. How about Brandon Ayuk, number six? Yeah. Sixth in sixteen years yards per route run. Brandon Ayuk, true number one. Yeah. Can you, how, get, can you get the next one? How about uh, Michael Pittman? No. Hmm. Young player, part of a dynamic passing offense this year that popped. Ooh. Zay Flowers? No. Oh, that was a good guess, though. I wouldn't classify them as a fully dynamic passing offense. They're Not good. fully? They're no, good? Not compared to this team. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. AFC playoff team. Division champ. Is this going to be... Hold on a minute. Nico Collins? Yep. Wow. Nico Collins. Nico Collins. Nico Collins. you. Nico Collins this year. So the way this works, yards per route run. Number one, Tyreek Hill this year, four. Yeah. Number two in the last 15 years, Steve Smith in 2008. And then tied with Tyreek Hill last year. And George Kittle in 2019 are Nico Collins and Brandon Ayuk. Nico Collins just put one of the best receiving seasons in 16 years on the board with C.J. Stroud. Are they going to be on this Bengals-Dolphins tier with Collins and Tank Dell? I think they'll be there. Like for receiving combos? Do you think they might be there already, right? I said to you halfway through the season I would take C.J. Stroud over Trevor Lawrence. Yep. And... If you're in Jacksonville, you just missed the uh, playoffs. Like, I think here, is your window closing, here, Jacksonville? Here's what I'm worried about, Jacksonville, is there is a very real possibility that Trevor Lawrence is about to be the third best quarterback in that division. Because Anthony Richardson looked really good before he got hurt. Yeah. And Stroud, mm-hmm. I, I think, is better. I'm less too. convinced on Richardson. 
But we but, haven't we haven't really seen him also. No. So. But one thing about the Jags is Calvin Ridley, free agent. Yeah, you know who, you know who needs a true number one Jacksonville because Ridley wasn't it. No, Kirk Kirk was still their best receiver. Yeah, Ridley kind of let them down, including on a deep shot that I think he could have caught. Yeah, should have caught. Would have changed their season maybe. Anyway, Nico Collins, legit stud. Brandon Ayuk, legit stud. Man, you got I got a fantasy dilemma with Nico Collins involved, and now you're really making it harder for me. What is it? Trade him to me. I'll take him. It's a two-player keeper league, so it's not a dynasty. Two, you get to keep two players. Nope, no uh, pick that you lose. Just yeah. whoever you want. Jefferson, that's automatic. Yep, because you can keep him however you want, yep. however long you want. And then the the next three guys to choose from. Travis Kelsey. Nope. Devin Achan or Nico Collins. Keep Nico Collins. Mm. Extra point show. Tomorrow we'll of course recap the Sabres game. We'll talk to Joe Marino, Locked on Bills Podcast, talk about this matchup with the Steelers. Check in with Sal. It's all coming oh, up. We have the dog. Dog of the day. We have the dog. What do we got? The watchtower. Jimi Hendrix. Hot dog topped with Seattle style, top Seattle style, with everything bagel, seasoned cream cheese, grilled peppers and onions. One more time. Topped with everything bagel, seasoned cream cheese, and grilled peppers and onions. Okay, that's kind of close to a Seattle style hot dog, but everything is the seasoning. The the everything bagel seasoning. You don't... uh, Did, Did Jimi Hendrix love everything bagels? He might have. Maybe he maybe I mean, he invented they're, it. They're calling it the Watchtower. Maybe he created it. He's from Seattle. He was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Extend those. Uh, sorry, we're done. We got to go. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.